Hey guys, welcome to the Aviation Surf podcast. My name is Junaid, and today we're going to be having a podcast with Mr. Sabri, who was a Jet Airways cadet pilot and who did his entire pilot training back in the United States of America. So before we proceed with the podcast, Mr. Sabri, please introduce yourself and why you chose aviation. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Sabri. So. As he told, I'm a commercial pilot. I did my training in CE Phoenix. Uh, so the main question was, why did I choose aviation? Because I think ever since my childhood, I wanted to really fly. So, you know, that's this, I had a passion, you know, the main thing about choosing aviation is my passion towards it. And like, you know, most of the kids, they, when they start, they'll be like, I want to be pilots. And <laughs> like after the time passes, they usually change their dreams. But for me, it, it was not like that. Like it was same from throughout. So that's the reason. And I really love flying. And after experiencing it, I'm more in love with it. So that's the reason I choose. Yeah. So that's, that's the main reason I wanted to be like, then I started exploring how to, you know, get into the aviation. So I had many options, like everyone, like there was cadet program, there were cadet program, there were conventional CPL and yeah, there were MPL program. Like, so. I went through my, you know, uh, my friends and everyone who's there in aviation. I don't have much friends. Uh, the only guy I had was one of my dad's friend. He's an AME in Indigo. So that I asked him like, how is Indigo cadet program? And uh, I Googled it and, you know, came to know about it and I asked him, how is it? So he suggested me the Indigo cadet program first. So that's where I started, you know, that's where I started initially. I applied for Indigo cadet program. But I got rejected in the first, you know, in the first interview. I got through all the processes, all the exam, everything. I was in the interview, but I didn't get through the interview part. So then uh, Jet was starting its cadet program. So I thought, obviously, yeah, it's a much better airline. It has, you know, it's not a low cost like in the, it's a full service airline. So I thought I'll take the opportunity. My 12th standard, okay. So I gave the, you know, exam and everything and I cleared everything. Uh, so finally, I ended up in Jet Airways Cadet program. All right. So yeah. before before you started with your Jet Airways Cadet program, this was back in uh, 2016, 2014, or 2015. No, no, no. It was back in 2017, bro. Uh, I finished my 12th in 2017 March, and I got into Jet Airways Cadet 2017 December. Somewhere around All right. that time. All yeah. right. So, so before we proceed with how the Jet Airways Carrot program was, uh, you had yeah. gotten you had gotten selected with most of the Indigo Carrot program selection processes, and just the yeah. interview you were not able to clear. Yeah, correct, correct. All uh, right. I've all the exams and everything. Yeah. All right. So about the Jet Airways Carrot program, uh, how was the mm-hmm. selection process? How was the interview interview process and the amount of cost it took you for the whole process to be done? Can you please elaborate on that process? Even though Jet Airways is non-existent right now, yeah. uh, but mm-hmm. for the future cadet pilots, uh, if in case Jet Airways is going to come back, which we have been mm-hmm. seeing a lot of news uh, lately that uh, Jet Airways is going to come back. So for the future yeah. cadet pilots, uh, can you please elaborate on that? So basically, it's all started with applying, right? Uh, so you have to apply to CAE. They have an office in, uh, I think, Gurgaon. Yeah. So there will be an email ID in Google where you can apply. So they'll share you the, you know, application form and you have to fill it up. And once I applied, like after one month, they called me back. So the first uh, test is the air crew selection system. Uh, so that's the first test you have to pass. It's like basically like there will be like questions like where you're going to do multitasking, 
mathematical questions physics all that questions it will be easy question if you prepare for like one week it's enough uh, to clear that and right after that you will be having an interview with uh, an hr lady from ce uh, i think i don't know where she is calling from uh, but they will be mostly asking you about all the hr questions it's basically the part of the cas exam you know both are interlinked uh, so uh, once you clear that uh, then it will be directly to the uh, interview board of uh, the company you know so it was a jetevis uh, captain and one hr representative and they usually ask uh, some technical questions like basic technical questions what is flaps and all this you know like very normal technical questions which you should be aware of uh, like if you are passionate uh, that's it and after that you get cleared you get an email in like one week after the interview and then you start all the process you know you get all this how it is going to be how they are planning it and everything in a brief how the packages how how much you have to pay for the training and everything so yeah, that's how it is i see so uh, let me just go back a little bit behind and mm-hmm. ask you this uh, you, yeah. you didn't do any bachelor's degree right after 12th right you just yeah i didn't least... do any bachelor's degree i'm currently doing a bachelor degree uh, because uh, i'm doing bsc aviation right now so bsc aviation is basically 3 years so once you have an indian cpl you don't have to do the first year it starts with the second year for you so i finished my one year i have one more year to finish so i, I thought that will be the best. great okay yeah, okay yeah. so about the career program how long did the whole interview and selection process took for you and uh, it was, it, for, was it very rigorous if if in case uh, if the no, aspiring no, pilots want to know you know it was fine they are nice people they they know you are not you don't have any experience in aviation and you're just in for because of the passion so they will be asking like normal hr questions where you study and everything why passion everything like that and it was easy like i didn't find it difficult it went for like max to max 25 20 minutes that's it all right uh, what about yeah. the type rating after the cadet program did you get it after the no no i didn't get it because my company went down in bankruptcy just after i finished my cpl So I was supposed to be typerated in seven three seven max, uh, which which is also not flying, <laughs> which is very quite awkward. <laughs> okay, so okay. yeah, uh, so I didn't get typerated. Like I just finished my Indian CPL. I came from US, converted my license into Indian license. That's it. I see. So this Jetevis Garrett program was it affiliated mm-hmm. with CAE only, or you had an option of selecting which school you wanted back in the no, United no, States? No, no, it's only CAE. It's only CAE. Yeah, it's all through CE. I see. Yeah. So about this Jet Airways Cadet program, if it's going to come in the future, what was the requirements mm-hmm. you had uh, before you had to join the program? Like you had to get your medicals done, or you had to get your yeah, bachelor's yeah. degree. Yeah, we have to get our medicals done. We have to get our Indian medicals done, class one, I guess. Uh, so initially, you can apply with the class two. Yeah, to you know, you have to just do your medicals done and everything, all the papers. There was a requirement for marks back then. Like I guess it was sixty percent or something. All the subjects I don't remember actually because uh, I heard like the mark was you know the mark requirement was kind of high when I was applying, but it got you know reduced after you know, one year or something. That's what I heard. Okay, I'm not sure about that. It's better you look into the website. You'll find what is the requirement for that, the exact requirement. But you obviously you need physics, chemistry, and maths. That those are the important sub- subjects which is you need at least physics and maths. That's for sure. 
So 60% in math and 60% so, in physics. So uh, these were the requirements as particular sub. Yeah, correct, correct. And English as well. And English yeah. as well. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so with that, you have to get your Indian medicals done. You have to get your FAA medicals done as well. No, no, no. You don't have to worry about FAA medicals. It's after you go there. Uh, they'll okay. take care of everything uh, in CA over there. And I think, yeah, initially we have to get all this process, you know, uh, have to get it done. At least you need the CA-35 form. If you don't have the medical assessment, you need at least a CA-35 form, form where, you, where the officer is saying you cleared the medicals. Oh, okay, yeah. all, all right. So do you have to clear yeah. your DGCA papers as well? And can you uh, elaborate the process of your mm-hmm. DGCA medicals? Uh, if in case a pilot wanted to do yeah. a DGCA medical in the future, uh, what was the process and how long it took for you? Uh, so there are like designated doctors for doing it, DGCA medical. So initially, before getting a class one, you have to get a class two medical. So class two is done by so many private doctors, you know, uh, based out in Delhi, Mumbai, even in Kochi, uh, one one doctor is available. So there are many doctors who are doing it in different parts of the country. So you have to get an appointment through call with them. And they'll do all the necessary things, uh, all the checkups, everything they'll do. And they'll send it to BBCA. And once it gets approved, you'll get a note saying that, yeah, your class one assessment, no, class two assessment. Okay. With that, you have to apply in BGCA for class one initial. Initial is different. Okay. That's the initial medical where they're going to give. So that will be done in only, I guess, only four hospitals as of now that's what i remember one is a private hospital in mumbai the other two are uh, air force hospitals in bangalore and delhi and apollo in chennai these are the four places where you're going to do your where you're going to get your initial class one medicals so i applied you might have to wait like two three weeks you know to get a date or something you have to properly mention date there's applying form you have to scan that and send it to dgca that's how we do it with all your file number and everything written on it. File number, basically you have to get it like before doing all this. So, okay, so let, let me just sum it up. First, it's going to be your file number. Then it's going yeah. to be your class two. This list of doctors, only with them. All right. And then yeah. you have to get your class ones done, which is only done in four hospitals across yeah. India. Yeah, that class one initial is done in four hospitals. Renewal can be done like different, different clinics. Like it's, it depends. It, it's like this, you know, after five years, you have to do it in an Air Force hospital. Like within that four, third year or second year, you can do it in somewhere in the clinic. So all this uh, recognized doctors, wherever it's there. Can you tell us about the CAE training you had back in the United States and the time taken for you, the crew structure and the selection process? Yeah, obviously the first selection process is cash, you know, you have to clear that to get into CAE. That's their... You know, that's their test. So once you get in, then there's no test. Okay, then Jet Airways has to select. That's it. So the initial training, I think it started for me in March, March of 2018. And I finished it. I got my CPL in December 14th. So, you know, it took very less time period, right? Yeah, six, seven, eight months, I guess, max. So the main reason because of that is, uh, you know, uh, we were the few Indians who went there first. Like initially they had Indians, but we were the, you know, after a while it was us. So 
the aircrafts were available there were less students instructors were also available so it went flow in a good flow for us we were flying daily we were flying all the flights we were doing solos everything aircraft was available instructors were also available so it went in a smooth way for us and talking about ca obviously it's one of the best schools in the world okay phoenix phoenix is you know it's traffic is like huge you won't get that experience in in this world i'm telling you flying in us is the best thing i've flown in india because of my conversion and i've flown in us it's you know you can't just compare it's something extremely next level because india i don't know i felt very boring flying here but in us it was something very amazing the experience was very great even the traffic though the most biggest factor was there you're flying in class bravo airspace here you're flying in like class echo you know max to max class delta that's it uh, so and you get all the latest technologies all the latest ils all this gps everything they have it everything in their airports and the traffic is huge like you will have like three four people in the same traffic pattern here you get like you will be all alone in the traffic pattern and everything selection process is going to taken by the school itself and then the airways is going to select you yeah perfect okay Okay. Okay. So about the course structure, uh, how long did it take for you to get uh, PPL and your CPL, even IFR, to get clear? Uh, was yeah. it just eight months? No, actually, it was. It took not eight months. It was that. It took ten months. Exactly. No, I think because it took me. I got my PPL in my third month after I started flying, and the uh, next six sixth month I got my IFR rating. And you know, multi-engine obviously there will be a you know fight for it because it's uh, like they will only have like two or three. So we were we are flying BA forty two, so there were four aircraft in the BA forty two, and okay. you know there were so many who were waiting to fly. Like it's not like BA forty; they have huge number of BA forty fleets, but BA forty two is you know that takes some time you know, for getting into my commercial pilot multi-engine. Pilot. People say that uh, don't complete your PPL within an average hour. Is it true? Like, for it, take, did it take like uh, a lot of time for you to get your PPL done, or was it just under average hours, like five fifty hours or forty-five hours? Yeah, forty. Yeah, I I don't remember how much hours it took for PPL exactly, exactly. You know? uh, but it's like there are certain requirements. You have to do this much solos. You have to do this much dual training, and you have to, you know. So CA has like uh, three different checks where you have to clear before you go to PPL. So there will be a final check. Uh, you have to clear that. So that will be actually will be tougher than the FAA check. It's like that. That's how CA conducts it because of their standard. They have a different standard compared to FAA. Will be better than FAA. So you have to clear CA first, then go to FAA. So once you clear CA. You know, you will definitely pass a fail. So, yeah. So that's how it is. Elaborate on your check ride experience and how the check ride was for you. The FAA check ride and the CAE check ride as well. Yeah. So check ride is a big day. Okay. <laughs> You'll have a lot of pressure. It's the first time you're gonna fly with a DP, designated pilot examiner. So you don't know how he will be. There'll be. different people have different way of approaching it check right right so mine was like i was well prepared before everything like i started studying all the questions and everything a day like two three days before the check right and you know there will be an oral exam before you go for flying 
so oral will be for like two and a half max three two and a half hours they can ask anything it's their wish so mostly they'll ask is all this ppl requirements about aircraft performance you know air spaces you will be asked to you know make a flight plan from this airport to a particular airport and it will be vfr okay so you have to file you know check the weather not times everything if anything concerning is there you have to mark it let them know and if anything you know if you find like there's a not time runway closure or something then you can't obviously make the flight right so they're going to ask you questions you know they're going to dig in that and they're going to ask you the full questions from that so all situational based and after that they will go to all this technical parts all the requirements to be a private pilot what is your privileges being a private pilot all that question so it will go max to max 2 hours to and a half hours that's for sure okay uh, after that right after that they'll send you for flying okay with them we are going to fly there will be certain you know uh, maneuvers you have to do uh, then initially you have to navigate through the nav log which you have prepared and after that there will be certain maneuvers you have to do like steep turns stalls all these things you have to clear that there is a limit where you have you are not supposed to go below the speed or something so you have to be within the limit to clear the exam right after that you come back to your airport you do all the landings there like three different landings three different takeoffs also you have to do so that's how it is like once you do all this you clear the exam i see so how long did the whole check right t- uh, took for you like around two and a half hours no 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 it doesn't take two and a half hours it takes like one and a half max two that's it what was your experience after finishing that first check right how did you feel and what was your first feeling once you've done like once you've yeah. landed it was something amazing okay so once you landed uh i looked at him while i was taxiing like after i looked at him he didn't say anything okay uh, then afterwards uh i taxied all the way back uh did my checklist you know uh shut down the engine then okay. i'm still looking at him he's not telling me anything <laughs> anyway okay. opened the hood opened the hood for us in the 40 40 my bad so i okay. opened it still he's not there saying something i'm still looking at his face so finally he said you cleared it you did well uh so you did private pilot that was my first check right so okay. yeah it was amazing bro it felt very good you know you it, it it's like you achieved at least some part you know you're a private pilot now you can call yeah. yourself a pilot officially you know? a pilot officially, right now yeah, officially yeah. you are a pilot so okay yeah okay okay so by the end of your cpl this was december how many flight hours did you achieve uh, did you achieve all the 250 uh, hours you had to get no actually it was like 200 hours for cpl in us okay okay so there was a problem with our program so we didn't have enough requirement for dgca dgca to be converted we need 100 pic okay to convert okay. our license into dgca so we didn't had that okay so ca gave us some extra hours to fly so that we make up for that 100 hours you know 100 hours limit and dgca so after my cpl i flew again over there i got my 100 hours so right now i have like 250 plus but back then when i got my cpl it was 200 Uh, so what about your dgca conversion after you come back to india like how do you convert those uh, those hours and what what was the process like yeah so i came back to india so we have a ca here in gondia nft gondia so you have to go there for the ground classes you know the three main subject you have to clear 
for converting a license that is navigation metrology and regulation so exams are very tough i'm not kidding uh, like we prepared for like 3 months 3 months over there in gondia and we applied for a computer number also because when you have to give an exam you need a computer number okay so we applied for that then we just prepared bro it was very difficult you have to go through a lot of things i think navigation is the most difficult subject among them metrology and regs at least you can you know you have to take more time for navigation because it's more deep in the thing so that's how it was then we got a you know a paper is cleared in the first attempt then you have to get your rt license so there is that's a whole different exam <laughs> so i have to apply okay. for that okay L- luckily i got it actually i had a canadian rt you know okay. so i went to canada to get it canadian rt so i had to give only part 1 for that so in india to get it converted i had to give only part 1 so i cleared my part 1 then i had to you know after that my flying should be done right 8 hours of flying is there so i did all check rides and everything so i actually finished it in january of 2020 because there was so many delays you know once monsoon hits india the flying is comparatively less here training flights everything is less comparatively okay so i finished and cleared my papers at the time of monsoon you know so i wasn't able to fly it was slow it's not like i wasn't able to fly those slow comparatively and oh. yeah so it took some time for me to you know uh, get it all done for the future aviators out there who want to convert those hours back to the dgca what tips would you yeah. give them uh, in order for them to clear in the first round itself first thing you just have to you know first thing you have to study hard like very hard okay it's very hard to clear these exams i'm not saying that it's easy or anything because just because i cleared <laughs> so the main things is like you know metrology and regs you can clear it it's you know just basically read through the books ic joshi and rk bali metrology and regs i would suggest that but for navigation you have to study from oxford uh, there's no other book like it's all you do all the back questions be prepared and there's a book called keith williams where you have like so many questions try doing all it's, it's not easy but try doing all at least you know make sure you are well aware of all the questions and you know there will be notes available you know all the sahil quran and all do you know about them like he's he's an instructor ground yeah, instructor yes yes yeah so his notes help me a lot you know like Uh, most of the questions and everything came from that so you see did you take to, your did you take your coaching from him as well or did you just get, got a note from someone coaching from i just had note like my friend had his notes so i took that for studying that's it uh so mainly it's ca oxford book you know go okay. through that back question go deep okay like you have to just maybe read two three times if it's possible fully i will suggest that the questions okay. can come from anywhere though so be prepared you know to take like it will be i can tell you this thing for sure it will be either ca or kpilm solves al quran ask questions it will be either three of them if you studied that it will be enough you will clear the exam okay so what about the rt exam i have heard people don't clear it in the first round itself and it takes yeah. a lot of round for them to clear and what were your tips uh, i know that you did back it uh, in the canada itself 
uh, but for yeah. the people who want to do it from the DGCA right now and who don't want to go abroad who want to just clear it in the first round what tips would you give them bro rt is kind of difficult i'm not saying it's like i don't i don't think like it's easy to get it in the first go frankly speaking okay so i think the be- difficult part is the part 2 of rt part 1 is the one which i did part 2 is like an interview with all the spammers so okay. they're going to ask different questions i don't like i haven't attended it in my life so i don't know what it will be part 1 is basically you know there will be a question papers mostly you have to you know rely the messages accordingly there will be examiner sitting right behind you he just he'll be you know giving you messages so you have to make all this mayday pam pam calls and everything so so that will be the mostly the exam you know the part 1 exam so part 1 is easy kind of you know compared to part 2 you have you have cleared your part 2 rt right yeah, i don't have to clear bro that's the thing no like if i'm converting my license i just have to clear part 1 oh okay that with, okay with my okay. Uh, rt license in canada i can apply it in india you know then i get an license rt license okay that just turned out well for you then yeah that that's how it is because i know this part 2 is kind of you know very difficult to clear because i know my friends you know everyone tells we talk between each other right so okay so okay what I'm about your part 1 rt how long did it take for you to clear it in canada uh canada canada it was easy bro they they have a set of questions so they only ask from that uh, it's like a 25 30 pages pdf okay uh, so once you study that and go give the exam it's very easy it's it's just that you have to contact a, you know person who is doing you know the rt exam they'll send you all the questions where you want to prepare and everything so just prepare from that give the exam that's it if you're flying in us that's the best option you can do like get your rt from canada and come back from there okay. in order for you to enter canada right now to get your rt cleared for the part 1 uh, you have to get yeah. a study visa or you can just directly no, enter no, you with get a tourist visa you have to apply for that and everything okay. you have to you know, take care of that okay so how long me, was this uh, so i had my us visa no so with that i applied from from phoenix only so it took like one month one less than one month to get my visa done okay and how long was this part 1 rt program for you was it like 6 months it was like me preparing myself and when to give the exam that's it so it took the exam was like maybe half an hour 45 minutes that's it okay it's basically the same boards they'll give you like some situational questions like which calls to make and some will be like what all the you know words where you use and which everything same kind of thing though it's been a while i wrote the exam so i don't clearly have it in my mind but it was easy i remember like being very happy you know right after the exam because i know it was clear for sure so that's it sabhi thank you for coming to the podcast and speaking to us a little bit about the jetways program a little bit about your training back in the united states and the whole process and how pandemic happened thank you for coming and I look forward to see you flying soon in two years